field and left to die unwanted but I came by and saw you there helpless kicking about in your own blood and as you lay there I said live I want to speak from the thing tonight I still have a pulse subtopic live you may be seated Uh, this newfound job that I have can't go into detail because it's HIPAA I'm a chaplain have any nurses in here when you're on the floor you hear beeping noises blood pressure or they move in the bed or the IV fluid ran out it's beeping everywhere the nurses light it's coming on they're hollering for the nurses they're screaming and hollering and every hospital has codes code gray for those that are acting belligerent dealing with mental issues code red is for fire but a code blue means somebody had a cardiac arrest which means the heart stopped pumping I took the liberty and asked the doctor I said doc tell me about the pulse he said well chap a man's pulse is checked here in his wrist and by his groin he says when the heart stops pumping and moving to its rhythm it's no longer forcing blood through the body so there is no pulse so now the brain sends signals through the spinal cord telling the heart they are about to perform CPR on you and what they're going to do because I'm going to have to leave you they're going to crack your sternum in your chest because they have to get to the thickest muscle in your body which is the heart and all they're doing is compressing 100 compressions per minute and what they're trying to do is to move that heart to get that heart to jump The brain is saying, you better wake up and start moving blood because if you don't start moving blood, you're going to die and I'm going to die. So it is necessary that you wake up now while I'm sending you the signals that you can get blood through the bodies that they can feel a pulse. While the doctor is there, they have the monitors. There's a specialty for every part of your body in that code. Cardiologists, phlebotomists, x-ray technicians. Every part of your body is in that room. 
So when the doctor says, I need two cc's of fentanyl, you got to be ready to pump. And all of a sudden, somebody says, Doc, hold up. I got a pulse. So is the body dead without the spirit. So I got to look at this from a medical standpoint. Paul simply means not in the natural, but I'm talking about in the spiritual realm. The pulse is the spirit of God that is within inside of us that must live and not die. And how he dies is from what's called apostasy. Apostasy is when one have walked away from God. And how we walk away from God. Lord, I need some help right here. I got to get, I got to get a little here. Sometimes, have you ever seen young women especially? You're in the church. You are doing well. You are serving with all that you have. And one of them nappy head boys come. in your ear now you have fallen into sin because he's not going to buy you nothing for free now we have fallen into sin and now you have walked away from the usher board walked away from the praise team Ain't giving your tithe. And every time you ask to do something and you're not in attendance in church because he's on your mind, you have now committed apostasy. You can also commit this by social status. I need help right there. Social status means you have climbed the corporate ladder. And you are making the finances that you have always wanted to make. And as soon as you got that position and got that money, you have now switched out on God. It's called apostasy. Israel is now in trouble. Because in chapter 14, God tells Ezekiel, you tell them this. Y'all don't create it, not you all. But y'all don't create it, idol gods in your heart. And now God says, I'm mad with you. And then I like in chapter 16, I've got to speed through this. He's looking, he says, Israel got the audacity. I done brought them out of Egypt. From the hands of Pharaoh, through the hands of Moses, crossed the Red Sea, and you in a land drinking milk and 
And you got the audacity to He says, when you were nothing, no one had their eyes on you. No one desired to have you. You were raggedy, dressed up all kind of ways. Oh, you didn't have nothing going on. Don't nobody even wanted to look at you, Israel. He said, you were like a child cast into a desert with your umbilical cord. I'm country, y'all. I can't say it. Uncut. No one came and bathed you. The older folks know what I'm talking about. No one came and put salt on you to tighten up your skin. No one clothed you in warm clothing. He said you were out there destituted. He says, but when I saw you waddling in your blood, I said unto you, live. Let me deal with the text this way. I want to bring this out the text. Have you ever been told you wouldn't amount to nothing? I have. They thought for sure I wasn't going to make it. Y'all had Romeo Matthews here the other night. He here tonight? Where he at? In the back. We had the same lifestyle. He just on a larger scale than I was. Quite larger scale. Quite larger scale. But I was on the scale. <laughs> Selling dope to survive. Got into the habit of it and couldn't get out of it. Wasn't because I didn't have enough money to get out. It's because I got addicted to it. I got addicted to having the money that I want. And the woman that I wanted. And go and buy whatever I felt like buying. And if you were weak, I'll buy you. See, maybe y'all wasn't raised in the club called something different. I'm sorry, I'm really not a... I'm really not a pulpit preacher. I'm, a, I'm out there for real. I'm going to give it to you raw. That, that's my name. Raw. I'll tell you what I meant later. Sat in the club. This is revival. Y'all, this is revival. I'm, try, I'm, I'm telling you this not to brag, but I'm telling this to help you. It's good for laughter, but it's going to get deep in a minute. Sat in that club with the glass, ice, with a brown substance that when you partook of it, it inflamed your brain and made you think differently. It's called Hennessy. (laughs) 
Now, 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 I hope, I hope y'all getting with me and not, not saying, yeah, me too. Not good. Sat in there. And that liquor make you act like you have never. I had a saying. I want whoever want me. Cripple, crazy, over 80, you can't walk, I'll drag you. That was the devil speaking. It's not good. Drinking so much. God had to save me from many accidents. Had to drive with one eye open to see the highway. Finally, one day, God called the feds on me. They met me at Alligator Alley. Waiting. I didn't know who they were, but they knew who I was. They had their road guard map and their hard hats like they were construction workers. I had me a bottle of, um, I think Corona, I think it was. And I'm going through the toll booth and I told this girl, no disrespect, baby. I told this girl, I said, hey, little mama, I'm going to let you when I get back. And she was trying to tell me, that's them folks. I didn't pay no attention. When I got down that road, them folks, now they came. I ain't never seen nothing like that in my life. And as they took me to jail, that lady said, your barn is a quarter of a million. And your partner barn a quarter of a million. I, I started laughing. I ain't never been in trouble before, so they, I didn't know. I mean, I saw her in the safe. I'm good. We out. That judge told me, you can get in so much trouble that can't nobody get you out. That judge said, I don't want your money. He said, aren't you the one that got, had 15 keys? I said, oh, it wasn't me. He said, I don't want your money. I want your mama house. I want your grandmama house. And told my mama to sit down and I almost, how many know you don't play with mama? You don't. Sit down. Told the lawyer to be quiet. I was sitting in there. Had the money but couldn't get out. But when I sat in jail, the spirit of the Lord talked with me. And I said, if you get me out of this trouble, dope game over. Women over. I made a deal with them. Co-defendant got out before me. Gave him, they gave him the truck back. Went to court. No, I stayed in there and they wouldn't let me out. So finally I had to get a St. Pete lawyer. They let me out. A year went by. We in the courtroom, my, me and my lawyer. 
We was at the airport. Court date. We were drinking Hennessy at 8 o'clock in the morning. He said, if the judge don't go for this, he said, you can kiss goodbye. I said, I'll drink to that. I got in. I got in. Sat in front of the judge. Feds came in. I said, hello, Mr. Stroman. I said, hello. Because when you're in a suit, you look different. When you're in a uniform, you look, you look, you look guilty. I said, the judge says, one, one in, one out. And my lawyer says, wait a minute. This tag wasn't like this. Somebody tampered with this tag. Lawyer, the judge, can I see my client? So we went in another room. The feds had done took the tag and tampered with it. The camera showed the tag was perfect. But they went and scratched it out to make it look like that's why they stopped me. Y'all missed it. Remember the, remember the, the, the deal I made with God? My lawyer said, Mr. Agent, why did you stop my client? He said, well, we had a tip that they had 10 kilos of cocaine. Well, did they? No. My lawyer says, why else did you stop my client? He said, well, your clients wouldn't stop. My lawyer said, what is this, the O.J. Simpson trial, the white bronco won't stop? Your Honor, this is preposterous. I make a motion that all evidence be suppressed immediately. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> what I did know is, yeah, it sounded good. What I did know is, he had, the state had 21 days to appeal. In five days, checked the mail, and it said, case dismissed. I tried to serve God, but I fell weak along the way. I said, this time I'm going to be smart about it. Ain't nobody going to know. Let me tell you something. If one person know you did it, are you doing something? Everybody knows. So, I'm sitting there. My brother said the next morning, hey, uncle got a call from Miami. Fed said, you, you, you active again. Da, 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 da. So the Lord says, I offered you 15 years. Now I'm going to give you life. And my brother's mouth was moving. It sounded like his mouth was just, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I took the cell phone and threw it out the window. He said, what's wrong? I said, I'm done. I went to the game room and told all of them, look, I can't feed y'all no more. It's over. They laughed at me. He ain't going to survive. That's raw. Raw used to money. I went to the funeral home. Anybody know my mama, Helen Edwards? I said, mama, I'm tired. Normally, my mama would say, go take a nap. My mama broke down crying. She took me to a pastor. Pastor didn't have time for me. 
Son, read the scripture every day and call me. What? Read what? Understand what? Went to holiness preacher, Bishop Holsey. Bishop Holsey said to me, boy, give me all your money. And I'm going to put it up. He says, he couldn't say devil. He said the devil. The devil going to try to kill you. And he wants you to go out there and do it one more time. And he said, you're going to be life in prison. I said, God, I can't give this man the rest of my money. I'm, he, he, oh, he might pass away or something. <laughs> this is what I was saying. But this man was a millionaire. Bishop Hosey was a millionaire. You just didn't know it. He took me on his wings. I rubbed his feet. When he had cancer, rubbed his head. I was at his feet learning the Bible. He was hand feeding. And every time he would preach a sermon, I would get convicted. Girls were coming left and right. Prostitutes that I've dealt They were coming left and right. Dope boys coming to the church left and right because they could not believe that a man selling keys one day and now the next day we see him, he's in church. I feel like preaching now. He ain't gonna be nothing. One guy said, Raw just hiding behind the church. He just playing, look at him. He's fake, he just playing. But he had no idea that I had a burning fire. Down on the inside. I had high water pants I used to wear with suspenders, tight shirt. I didn't know how to dress. But I came and sat on the front row. That's why I don't understand how people come and just sit in the back. I got to be where the fire is. Lord have mercy. wanted to eat every word Bishop Holsey was saying. Everything he said. No more women. I said, oh, that hurt. No more women. No more dope. Oh, that's okay. Okay. No drinking. Okay, that's an easy one. No lying. Oh, Lord have mercy. Everything he preached, I felt like he was talking about me. And when you got the Holy Ghost, Lord have mercy. If you're doing wrong and you're not convicted, Tell your neighbor you in trouble. They in trouble now. Israel about to go home. They're in trouble because they committed apostasy. God is now mad. And God told them, yeah, you were dumped into the desert like a child. It wasn't a real child. It was symbolic. He said, nobody wanted you. First person I want to bring out is God knows where you are. He recognized where they were. That is why he's called El-Rahi. El-Rahi means God sees me. And so he knows the condition that we're in. He knows that many of you women probably have been molested when you were children. And you're dealing with some issues now that you have not gotten over. He knows where you are. 
Some of the boys have been touching you. You're still dealing with it. Listen, God knows where you are. And tell your neighbor he's coming to see about you. So when he saw him laying there, when he saw us laying there, mother, waddling in our own blood, a waddling in our own mess, a waddling in our own insecurities, a waddling in something we should not, he came and saw us. And then he performed CPR. CPR simply what he performed is that he sent his word and his word healed them. He said live. He said live. Can I come down? He said live. And he says when you live I'm going to make you brand new. It sounds like the angels say, hey, daddy, I got a pulse. They were dead, but I got a pulse. The pulse may be light, but I got a pulse. Tell your neighbor, says, neighbor, my, my pulse might be light. I might not be where I want to be in God. But tell your neighbor, says, I still got a pulse. Woo, I got a pulse. I got some issues. I got some struggles. My mind ain't always clear. I don't think the way I should think, but I still have a pulse. People want to count you out. They want to deprecate your name. Think that you ain't going to make it because you're struggling from paycheck to paycheck. And you have to borrow from Amscott. I'm a witness. Borrowing from Amscott. And you're just barely making it. And they're thinking you're not going to make it. But God has a way of turning tables around. The first shall be last. And the last shall be first. Just do me one favor. Just reach over and grab your neighbor by the wrist. And say neighbor. I feel a pulse. I know you've been struggling. And it seemed like you wasn't going to make it. But I got to let you know I feel a pulse. It might be light. And you might be struggling. But say neighbor. I feel a pulse. Tell your neighbor. Say after I felt the pulse. I'm commanding you to live and shall not die tell your other neighbor say neighbor this is the day that the Lord has made I will I will rejoice and be glad in it tell the other neighbor say neighbor I've been through the storms and I've been through the rain I had some heartaches and I had some shame I had disappointments and I had them by the score but the hand of the Lord reached way down and pulled me up see yes see yes see yes see 
was laying down waddling in your blood I can imagine you were sick and tired of being sick and tired I was laying in the hospital bed with COVID-19 and the doctor said he ain't gonna make it and fear came across my loins I was in the room in ICU and they came around and did the enter disciplinary rounds and they said this patient ain't gonna survive I'm laying in the bed and death on my mind somebody say yes say yes say yes but as I lay there the angel of God came to me and say live sit up and live I said I'm weak and I can't move my legs I got pneumonia in both of my lungs I'm about to die and the Lord showed me I'm gonna make you a living testimony say yes say yes say yes say yes he said today they're gonna come to your room and go set you up and I said surely Lord I can't make it and a few hours later they came to the room and they sat me by the window and I heard the voice of the Lord says fear not for I am here that giveth thee life and I said yes Lord yes Lord and soon I sat by the bed and I could not walk because pneumonia has sat in my lungs I could not talk I had no oxygen it take 98% to breathe effectively I was at 13% see yes I tried to get up to go to the bathroom which was right there and when I stood up I turned around and the oxygen popped out I could not breathe it was the angel of God that came in the room and shoved me on the bed and put the oxygen back in my nose and the Lord says I will bring you out I will show the world when they said die I say live say yes yes and when I got out of the hospital people were afraid of me they thought I was dead they thought they saw a ghost and the Lord said don't worry if they are afraid of you because they also are afraid of me and I said yes Lord he said I want you to pray for the sick pray for those that have COVID-19 people from Africa was calling my phone saying man of God pray pray for me and I had prayer in my mind I had prayer in my heart I had prayer in my spirit I had prayer in my thoughts see yes 
yes, say yes. I know as I go to my seat, I don't know what you have been waddling in. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's sin. You could be waddling in depression. You could be waddling in uncertainty. You could be waddling in bills. But whatever you are waddling in, today is the end. Stand on your feet. Come on, stand on your feet. We're about to tear it up in here. Yes. Grab somebody and pull them in the aisle and said, come on, come out of that shyness. Come out of that shyness. Come out of that shyness. Pull them in the aisle. Oh, y'all ain't move yet? Grab your neighbor. Pull them in the aisle. I'm finna pull you out of this stuff. Your depressed days are over. Your uncertainty days are over. Say, neighbor, live. Grab them. Grab them. They got a pulse. They got a pulse. They got a pulse. I see the machine going off. They have a pulse. They're breathing. The Holy Ghost is moving. If the Holy Ghost is moving in you, I dare you to leap up and say, move God. 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 Somebody say, move. devil thought he had you but I served him notice when the devil reached at you the only thing he grabbed was air Lord have mercy he reached that air because you are untouchable you are powerful you are gregarious. You are tenacious. You are a barbarian in the spirit. No weapon formed against you. Look at your neighbor's hands. What? He tried what? He messed with your what? I'm offended. With your hands lifted. It won't always be like this. 
God's perfecting that concerning sooner or later turning my faith mm -hmm. it's turning around tell you never it won't always be like this come on it won't it won't always a lot for mother longer days quality of life the best life she ever lived shall begin right now I speak into this atmosphere this atmosphere is conducive for signs wonders and miracles mother shall live 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 long life evil shall command thee I have given my angels charge concerning thee yeah yes turn in understand your tears but I promise you it will not always be like this greater things are coming because the eyes have not seen and the ears have not heard why do I see nursing in you I see nursing in you have a love for people that you caring for people a little shy but caring for people 
Somebody open your mouth and says, I speak and prophesy. Your heart's desire will start now. We speak to your mind and we tell your mind to come subject unto the things of God. Somebody scream now. Greater things are coming. Greater things are coming. And because a lot of people have never been rich before and they can't handle it. But those that God have brought out of the streets and from the hedges and the highways that have already been that way, they understand money, they understand riches. So it doesn't impress them because they already had it. Now they're more concerned to see people salvation. They're now aiming to see the souls and trying to deliver them from the hands of the enemy. I speak and prophesy over the man of God. And I speak more spirituality and stronger anointing than ever before. I pray that God will use him like never before. Not necessarily a pulpit preacher, but because a pulpit preacher, he is limited to, to the confinements of the walls. But going to the hedges and highways and compel men to come. I pray for the gift of prophecy to lie upon you. The gift of words of wisdom and words of knowledge. I prophesied that God laid them upon you because you need it in these last days because the times are evil and we need to hear a word from the Lord. Somebody say, go and prophesy, man of God. forefront I want too much attention on you but he sees your heart he came in that destituted place and saw you he picked you up bathed you dressed you then he said he married you and when the Lord marries you when God marries you when he marries you it said that he put an earring in the ears and in the nose, dressed up in fine linen. I see the Lord has done that. But he's about to add more to you. I hear more is coming. I don't know what more means. I don't know what it means. But I hear more is coming. Whatever more means. Somebody say more! Before we go home, 
Lay your hands on your neighbor's forehead. Lay your hands on their forehead. Say, neighbor, I prophesied to you. Your wobbling days are over. The Lord says, live. Live. You shall live. And eat the good of the land. Your high blood pressure is about to be regulated. Your sugar diabetes, God is about to deal with it. Your arthritis, God is about to heal it. Say, I'm laying my hand on you as a point of contact. And I believe that the anointing of God is in my hand. As I lay my hands on you, healing is the children's bread. I prophesied that this is the day that you shall come out with your hands lifted and your mouth filled with praise and your sick days are coming to a close. You shall live. You shall live. You shall have wealth. You shall live and you shall have wealth. You shall make it. You got a pulse and your pulse He's saying, I'm living. shall live and not die declare the works of the Lord isn't it just like God to find us in our worst possible condition and speak life and turn our lives totally around that's the kind of God we serve I want you to do me one favor and give God a big hand for the man of God that's ministered to us tonight hallelujah hallelujah Praise the Lord. The Bible says among the living there is hope. It's better to be a live dog than a dead lion. And so when you have a pulse, that pulse is an indication that you're still living. And because you're still living, God will do something amazing in your lives. Amen. We've heard from God tonight and we're so blessed. So blessed. Thank God for Apostle Roger Stroman and him ministering to us tonight. Amen. We want to reciprocate that tonight by giving an offering tonight. We want to give. When we're taught the word of God, the Bible says you communicate with the one who teaches you in all things. So since we've heard the word of God, we're going to communicate. If you need an offering envelope, raise your hands. The ushers, they will serve you. We have ushers on each aisle. They'll serve you tonight. If you're giving electronically, you can use our church app or you can visit our church website exceedinggrace.cc exceedinggrace.cc click on our giving page and if you when you give there you click